Yes, what's good, everybody? I'm going uh, to give you a few minutes before I start with this, my take, this rant. But for those that are listening for the very first time, welcome to Chaos Rain channel. If you're not subscribed to the channel, what are you waiting for? Hit that notification bell. As you know, there are three options in that notification bell, depending on what you select, depending on how often you know I go live, or I go. I put an upload on this channel. Um, also, as you come in the building, please like, like, like the video. As always, um, I don't know if I have my wonderful, beautiful moderators here. If you could please, you know, share the link or you know, tell people to like if you can. I would appreciate it from the dear of my heart. Uh, all right, so give me a second, people. As let everybody come in. I'm going to start in a few minutes, so be patient, people. Okay. So, no further ado, I will probably start this. But before we start, let me run this. And tell me if you could hear this well. Matter of fact, yeah. Hey, what up, world? Get myself together for the day. Say, uh, I wouldn't be a real one if I didn't share this game with my, my little bros, my little homies out there. I wouldn't be a real one if I didn't share this game with y'all. One, me, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. So I feel like to share this game with these youngsters out here are the ones who planning on having families and moving forward and doing different things. And being successful, a lot come with it, come, comes with it. I want to tell y'all, find one woman, love her, and have families, and have babies with her. Do not have kids by multiple women. Listen to me. That shit is overrated. That shit is played out, and it ain't what you think it, it ain't what you think it is, okay? I have kids by five women. Right? 
I take responsibility for laying down with him, making baby with him, making babies with him, and all. I take full responsibility. You know what I'm saying? But three of them, I regret even knowing. Paid millions and millions and millions of dollars in child support. You know what I'm saying? And still don't see my kids. At 42, my kids in high school and in college. But peep this out. I'm saying this to say, find one woman, love her, have kids with her, and build your family. Because having kids by multiple women can destroy your life. I've been having three out of my five trying to destroy my life since the beginning of time. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I paid millions in child support and still don't see my kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you this to, to tell you to be smarter, bro. Don't make the same mistakes I made. Find you one woman, love her, and have kids by her. Because having kids by multiple women can destroy your life, bro. Because a bit of baby mama ruins black men just as much as the police or just as much as, as anybody. Okay? They won't say that. And, of course, women won't say that because it's, it's, more, it's majority of them. But, fellas, we got to be smarter, okay? We got to be smarter. I don't have problems with my kids' mothers unless they unless they done ran out of money. It's just facts, bro. It's just facts. But make be smarter. Make a better decision. Uh, don't be running around willy-nilly like I was doing and all that. And, you know, try to find your relationship and stay in that one, bro, because I'm telling you, you have a life of pain and misery and unnecessary stress, and it ain't nothing you doing. It's the bitterness of another person, okay? So continue to love your kids and do whatever. If, if you do have kids, love them just as you were in a great relationship with their mom. But if you don't have kids, bro, take your time. Find you one woman, settle down and have kids and do it the right way because I'm telling you, the quickest way and the fastest way for a demise, demise of a black man, especially a successful black man, is a bitter black woman. Truth hurts. You know what I'm saying? Brothers that's out here that ain't getting in trouble, that ain't selling drugs, what's ruining their lives? Opportunity and build a black woman. And that's it, the truth. If you ain't doing nothing wrong, you ain't dealing with the police. So what's what, what else is ruining you? Opportunity and build a black woman. It's just the truth. I had to share this with my youngsters out there, man. Don't be nothing off and everything like I did. You know what I'm saying? I take full, full responsibility. I don't regret my kids, but I take full responsibility for the situations and the drama that I've had all my life from laying down with these women. I regret it, but I take full responsibility. Be smarter than stack five. I made all the mistakes, so y'all won't have to. So my two sons won't have to. You dig what I'm saying? Love. What up, world? You know, it, 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 it feels good to me that I can share my trials and tribulations, my ups and downs, and my right and wrongs in life to help the next generation. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us didn't grow up with a father in the house. So a lot of things that we had to learn on our own, you know what I'm saying? But through experience, I don't live in a make-believe world and I, and I teach through my real experiences. You know what I'm saying? I don't speak on shit that I've never done or I don't know nothing about. You know what I'm saying? That's why I consider myself real. I, I said black women in my last post because I only have kids by black women. I never dated another, another race. So that's why I said black women. If you put yourself in that category, that's on you. I love black women. But, I'm happy that I can, why would I let a young man go down the road that I've been down when I know that's not the right direction? If I can share my life experiences and my tribal trip, my tribes and tribulations with somebody else to help them, why wouldn't I? It's only right. I'm trying to better myself, so why wouldn't I help the next man? That's just what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? That's how I sleep at night. But love all. I love everybody.
All right. Yes, you heard from Mr. Jackson. Or Captain Jack, we want to call him. <laughs> Here from the horse mouth. And, you know, it amazed me. It really does, people. On the amount of streams, videos. And mind you, I don't really give a crap out a lot of these celebrities. Just to keep 100 with y'all. But, for the sake of conversation... This drew so much attention that I couldn't just leave this alone. Because I've listened to the man and his experience and his feelings, his little outbreaks, his emotional and frustration. I know, brother, it's rough. It's a very wicked world we live in today. You know, how you sit there one time in your growing age. Back when you were in your late, actually when you were in your late teens, like mostly 19, going on 20s, and then eventually you get drafted by the NBA. Or well, I don't think he did get drafted. I think he didn't get drafted at all. I got to double check his bio. But you put in so much work going overseas just to one day make it in the big leagues. You finally came, and that's when you hit the big time money. So, you know, you're making that fast money. And, you know, all money, you know, you're going to put it to use. To the point where heh, you're going to spend some on some women. Not the hoes or the whores, but women particularly, you know. And, you know, like any man out here, you know, he did soak his royal oats for a baller. That's making millions. Can't blame. It's part of the game. And a lot of women know this too. But the funny thing about all this, if we want to keep it 100 with all y'all, is the way how he put out this message. It it almost shattered social media. IG. YouTube now. And heck, we can go as far as Facebook. And a lot of boys and men, particularly, feel this message. Some might even, hell, learn from this message. But nonetheless, a lot of brothers from the game that, what's his name, um, Stephen Jackson laid out, they could feel him. Because some have gone through the struggles right now in regards to relationships where you're with a woman, particularly a black woman, or a non-black woman, depending what you pick. And nowadays, you know, a lot of our people now have been swirling more than ever, especially the black man. He's been going out more out of his race three times then the sisters, whether if she's able to do it or not, that's another discussion and another stream. But nonetheless, the brother's up here is having the time of his life. He's up here going to women, to another woman, going around injecting or or spilling his essence to all these 
women, one he particularly married, and if anybody in the chat room could tell me who he married, I forgot her name again. But he's up here spilling his seed and living the life that so-called baller life. But like all good things, it does have to eventually go, come to an end, ladies and gentlemen, especially you men. And what have Stephen Jackson learned that all that money millions he put into himself or actually put in to the sport that he loved and made pretty good money. But now as a retiree for the last, I think he retired four or five years ago now. He's now experiencing life after basketball. And now, like an old gentleman, which he's now probably going to be 43 this year. I don't know if he's 40. He says 42, but this is a new year, new decade. So he should be turning 43, depending on when he was born. He's experiencing more of a headache now because his income, because like most of us as men, because we don't know how to use our money, right? We will spend it frivolously and blow on it, not on ourselves, but we'll invest and have to spend on the women that we deal with, especially if you're not in no contract arrangement, i.e. a marriage, then obviously, yes, she is going to get you for every nickel and cranny and cent. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. It, it, it comes with the territory. You know this better, Steven Jackson. All ballers and chance know this. You know, you go up there and you raw diggity or with the condom, wherever it stays intact or breaks on you. You know, the minute you inject your essence or you engage in this thing we call sex or intercourse or procreated activities, life has to come into existence. One way. Or the other. We as men, we can't escape this. As much times I want to tell you, you can, you cannot as a man. And knowing this, I understand as well. I feel for your pain, brother. I understand your struggle. I know how it is. How you up here, you know, you have to probably keep it real with some of these women. Or you probably have to lie to get into the pussy. I don't know how you do it, but nonetheless, you get into it nonetheless. And usually you have to do that because normally if you are a baller, usually pussy is free. Well, actually, my fault. Let me re- re- um, redress that. It's not really free. Everything has a price. You're going to have to spend some money. Just to get some. Hell, just to get maybe some in the bedroom. Or hell, you can go as far as you might have to not spend too much at all. You could just probably sit there, take her out to a nice dinner, have a nice conversation, take her to the walk to the park, walk to the, um, what do you call it? You walk her into the nice little ponds or go to a nice carousels, horseback riding near a nice little, um, car- Chariot, you know, have these good, exacting um, time. Be like a regular gentleman. 
and you know spend your money on her. And eventually, in return, with the time you invested with the little finance, she will reward you with the one thing and one thing that most men will take pride in and want, and that is your pussy, girl. So I'm gonna check some. Okay. So, really and truly, to keep it 100 with y'all, is that, you know, at the end of the day, Steven Jackson, he made the decision he made. And he, like any man, he admits to his wrongs and faults. That's why, if you think about it, that's why he's laying that game to not only himself and not only to his sons, but to the other young black men or any men coming in come before him. I have no problem with him laying the game that he did. It is a necessary message. It was an important message. So, in regards to what people will say, I don't really give a crap at this moment or at this time. Because I take on the more bigger message because the message needs to be put out here in front of the youth, which a lot of us in this committee don't really give a crap about. And I'm just keeping 100. Just like Charles Faulkner said, the three things the committee don't give a crap about, black boys, education, and the hero of their own narrative. And my good friend Charles Faulkner never lied yet, and I had to agree with the brother on that one. And we did a stream on this last year on this in detail what those three really are. So, you know, in regards to how the message was put out there, how people felt about it, how they got emotional about it, and to be honest with you, the only people that had a problem with this message obviously were women. And mind you, a lot of these women have black sons. Or sons in general. So, to me, this message should be more geared towards your son. Especially if you're raising this boy by yourself. Especially. You want your son to get that actual game. And mind you, this little game that Steven dropped out was free. And to be honest with you, it even the way how he said it was necessary. Because what he did, he went what we call viral. Because it destroyed the internet as we speak. Yeah, you you talk about your for, your shortcomings. Yes, we get that. We understand that. But don't you dare in your life as a man ever refer to bitter baby mamas, especially the black ones. You better not as a man. If you do, 
They will rain down Olympus on you. And what I mean by Olympus, they will sit there. They will make short mains. They will make videos on you. You talking about what? Bit of what? I will get at you. And let me let me keep it real with y'all one second. Have you noticed that when it comes to our women, and this could go for every woman, other cultures, but specifically for our women alone, you know they're the best detectives in regards to finding what a person really is, is background, all the above. I tell you, there's no better detective now and ever than a sister. Let's keep them 100. Even when I first heard about this thing, I see them did heavy, deep investigation. It's almost watching CSI on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. It's like watching those TV shows that forensic science, you know, um, special shows that we like to watch and indulge on a week to, week weekday basis or weekly basis better short it I didn't know much about this baller until I came across here I didn't know this man had three different women that are bitter and they showed pictures of these women some look racially ambiguous they could be coming from two different racial parents some look black. And all he has said, most of the experience he dealt with was mostly a black woman, either the one drop rule or not. It proven evident that some of these one droppers that a lot of people want to complain about, they do exude the remnants of a sister, a black woman. I want that sink in for a second. I know one young mulatto right now that I found on social media and she's very proud of her blackness and her father is white and her mother's black. Now I can't speak for the father that's black and the mother's white because I'm not really well versed on it. I haven't really dig too much. Only thing I hear about the difference, but when it comes, when it go, when at the end of the day, depending on what that child does and his upbrings, he or she is either going to determine either they're going to follow the black side or the non-black side, either or. They have to pick. And normally in the society today, usually society will dictate their decision better than anything else, unless they've been raised properly. Or they have came to enlightenment and accepting what they really are and they want to study and learn more about themselves. It's one or the other. But like I said, with the bitter black woman. Now, it could be off code. And it sounds like it's off code at times. But when I look at ourselves as a collective, as a whole, we don't really are on code on anything we do, say, or actions when we are in front of each other as a people. Whether we're under the camera in media, music, or all forms of dentures of institutions that we do not he- heavily control. <clears throat> so, 
In regards to this code piece, I find it to be a load of crap. Because when you don't love and respect yourself, you're not going to value no code of ethnics or code of what you want to do in front of other race people when you're around your own people. It takes a strength and understanding of love and respect of self. And the book that really declined, um, bring more light to this than anything else, if I could find it, uh, matter of fact, let me find this. And this book came out in the month of January. So I'm going to type it right now. As we wait, please um, share this video, like this video as you come in. Let me find the name of this book. Okay. All right. I found it. And I'll drop it in the chat room again. And it's actually free promotion right now because usually <coughs> out of all most books, which I've gotten, I have not read fully yet. I just got the book. I would say this is a must get for every person, young person. Now that you have time in your house and you, you go and have to make time now, you should really take the opportunity to start brush up on certain books to read, get an understanding. Get to know yourself. And one of these books, and it's titled, and I'll drop it here. Just for you to see. It's titled The, Psycholo- um, the Psychology of Self-Hatred and Self-Defeat Towards a Recommendation of the African Mind. Written by Sabapu and Plata, a good friend from Amos Wilson. And as you could tell, it's kind of too. Um, I dropped it here, and it says that it's too long. So let me see if I can reduce the numbers. A link should still work. So let me click on it, see if it'll still click me onto it. Gotta shorten it. Yes, it did. All right, good. That there is, I advise people to go get that book personally. Read, having a library, have an understanding. That book dedicates twenty hours a lecture of the psychology of the self hatred, which leads to self defeating in the minds of the African mind. Um, I'm not sure if I could show a better picture of it. Uh, let me see, my camera's on here. No, I'm not going to test that. Actually, let me see. Can I? Yeah, I think I could turn on. Um, no, I got to show you on a bigger. But don't worry. No worries, people. Um, this, this, the, um, the link's there for y'all to see for yourself. Um, but yeah, that's where it is. And... To be honest with y'all, it, it comes to a point where certain message will not stick more unless you're being very specific. Now, regardless how Steve Jackson um, made his statements he did, which he felt that people find is very so-called to them inappropriate, 
I mean, I have to really reflect back to that. There are very much a lot of inappropriate things we say towards each other, whether behind closed doors or in front of people. Nonetheless, we are not really respecting of each other at all, both men and women, when it comes to the relationships, how we engage in each other and relationship-wise as the opposite sex. It is very dirty, and that needs to be tightened and fixed. Matthew and I fixed, but we have to be really better on that as a collective. Because what he has done is the same reflection behavior throughout the whole mindset of the Negro mind, African mind. No different. No different at all. So like I said, I, I do stand on his message. And it's well needed for the youth to hear that. Oh. Alright. I'm going to soon... Um, I see you now. Um, all right. This is what I'm going to do. I am going to drop. Wait, before I um, open this up, my recommendations for any future baby fathers. If you are, what we said, well-established and making big money like Steven Jackson, or if you're not making big money, but you're making and you're being very productive as a man, my recommendation, my advice Listen to me good, because y'all need some advice in your life, Ellie. Seriously, if, especially if you have kids. Number one, either you learned your pull-out game or you wear your condom twice. All right? And number two, if this woman you feel is unworthy of raising your sons and daughters, I don't care if the child is three years old or just born. It is your sole rightful duty to take custody of your own children as a man. There's not going to be no more excuse moving forward in the 21st century. I will not sit there, hear you whine and complain about baby mama drama and problems. No, it's your rightful duty and your responsibility as a man to take custody of your children. And trust me, I'm around certain men that have taken the initiative to take custody. And some of these men are not even fully six-figure people. I'm telling you right now, people. So it can be done. But it depends, you as a man, how much you really care about the babies that's out here that's yours. Or you this person that has nothing to do with raising or taking part in your development of your sons and daughters. Then I will say as a man, you should not complain when this woman had to sit there get you for the little check you got, your little bag. You follow me? You understand me? And it is your soulful duty to take responsibility to make sure your children come out proper and don't come out screw up in this world. That's the only thing you could do as a man, as a father. Move forward in this times we end, in this 21st century. So now, I'm going to open this up. Oh, and give me a second. So to keep it real and fair with all y'all, um, I think that as a balance of fairs, I'm going to get on this. Because like I said, and they, when it comes to people, they are bitter men and they are hell a lot of bitter women out here. 
The only thing you could do as men is do the best you can. And either you could try to minimize it, regulate it, or just leave it alone altogether. Or you could just play it out and be there for your, the development of your children. Either or. That's how it's going to be played out. And another thing I will say this, that I find that what Steve Jackson did was kind of trifling in a way. You trying to marry your your um, baby mama and then try to put a prenup just as she, you and her about to walk it out is very trifling. That should be put months in advance as you put that ring on her finger. By a few months later or a month later, you give that prenup right there. And make her make a full decision either she's going to sign or not. <clears throat> and right there, that's why she didn't want to walk out down the alley because right there she didn't want she didn't want no um she wants the full attachment she want no strings apart. She says she's not gonna deal with what you're gonna now present to her after you and her say I do. I think that's wrong on your part. You should have gave that to her in advance so that way if she agrees to it. Then it works in your favor as a so-called millionaire. But on that, it's on you. So now I open this line up. Welcome, I'm Mary Brown from the Great Liberators. Hey, how you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. What's I know going we, on? I'm not sure how far you heard me in my dissertation, my rant, in my views, mm-hmm. all this. You know, I know you yeah, never yeah. talk much about this, and that's fair. You know, because something like this, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because you're discussing the Stephen Jackson video, right? Where he was, you know, basically instructing young young brothers not to, um, you know, not to have children by multiple women. Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, you know, that's a big up to him. You know, that's a, a kudos to him for actually putting that game out there for these dudes, man. You know, which I mean, at this point, that's a just that's self-explanatory. You know. Um, because I was actually on live on Facebook earlier and I was talking about how sex between a man and a woman is actually a redistribution of wealth. You know, mm-hmm. it's a form of redistribution of wealth. If you get this woman pregnant, she's going to have access to your wealth. That's just all there is to it. You know what I mean? Correct. Because mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're creating another resource when you're having, when you're having sex, the act of procreating, you're creating another human resource. So it's a it's a redistribution of wealth, <clears throat> and you know one thing I found uh, you know interesting about what he was talking about was how we went on to say that uh, if you're a black man who's not involved in criminality, you know the drug culture, lifestyle, gang culture, and those different things, then the only two things that's that's destroying you are, are a lack of opportunity and bitter black women. And I have to agree with them. You know what I mean? I have to agree with them. Yes, there there are sisters out here who, uh, you know, for whatever reason, are bitter, have animus, and they will take every turn to be as injurious as they can to the to the black man. You know, to the black man that 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 they were dealing with. You know what I mean? Um, and this is just, this is just basically a uh, you know what it is, you know, and then I and, and in fact, what I was talking about on my live earlier was the, why so many sisters can't keep a man. You know what I mean, and I think that plays into it. 
you know, the fact that you have many sisters out here who are uh, obstinate, bellicose, uh, belligerent, incorrigible, um, you know, and and so it, it makes it very tough for these women to actually pair bond with their male counterparts, you know, and as it stands right now, black women are the most decoupled women in American society. This is, uh, you know, why there, why there are so many sisters who are single, you know what I mean? And so I think for him to you know, share that and open up about his experience with that. I think um, he deserves a round of applause for that, especially when you have so many sisters who are who seek to demonize and vilify black male heterosexuality, because that's the first thing that they'll t- that they'll say. They'll start talking about, well, the man should stop getting these women pregnant, this, that, and the third, which I don't necessarily disagree with. The, the problem, from my vantage point, comes in was when you try to tell them the same thing. See, they they don't they. Do, they don't want you policing their bodies, but they want to police men's bodies. They want to police your body. You see what I mean? And so, you know, that's the truth, man. And many times for many brothers, uh, divesting, well, distancing them, themselves from their baby mama or their mother or their sisters is a form of self-care because a lot of times uh, the women who are, who are the most injurious to them are those women. You see what I mean? And it's unfortunate that this is the reality in 2020 between black men and black women, but this is what it is. I mean, this is, you see it all the time. And now, now here on YouTube, um, in regards to the manosphere, there's this, been this Aaron Fountain incident. And, you know, a spotlight has been shined on the manosphere and much of their hurtful rhetoric, which, I mean, fine, cool, if that's what people want to do. But the, the problem that is, that I'm looking at is why are black women given a pass to say the things that they say about black men? I mean, it's common to hear all types of uh, vile rhetoric and, and to be frank, hate speech that black women will uh, demarcate and spew all day on, on Facebook from, from individuals such as black women. I mean, it's common to hear these, 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 sisters like that say some of the most vile shit about black men but nobody says anything and so i don't know why we're acting as if we can't take stephen jackson's um testimony and observations on bitter bitter black women as uh as a profile encouraging at face value about what he's saying because this is just so uh, so culturally normal and a standard operating procedure for many sisters in black society to have this, uh, this, this animus, this vitriol, and this hatred for black men, black masculinity, and black manhood. You see what I mean? And so, yeah, these, these types of women do exist. It's, misandry is normalized in American, in, in, in American society, but, but in particular, a black American society. You see what I mean? Like anything can be said about a black man and, uh, you know, nobody will say anything. Nobody will bat an eye. Um, Nobody will seek to make a full-throated defense. And so this is basically what it is, man. So, I mean, I I applaud the brother for for doing and and, and, and saying what he was saying on the video because it's facts. And, and, And these young brothers need to know that, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? They need to know that.
Mm-hmm. You know, don't now, let Mary, these women entrap you with their pom pom. Yeah, go ahead. Now, Mary, you have, I believe, a ratio of, I, I think, even in regards to your children. I'm like, right. three boys and three girls, which is amazing because normally most men, after they have more than one kid or so, usually you, you, it's blessed to find that you have an even ratio. You right. I mean? mm-hmm. So, amongst to your own sons, right? Because you, mm-hmm. you, you always try to be there as much as possible in, in regards to the, their development process as boys. Mm-hmm. And you always talk about this little game because remember, you're married for a long time. So, as much as right. you to be honest, you're going to go by your own experience. It might not be a lot because you have not put yourself out there as a man having multiple women in mm. what do you call it, a whole bunch of women. So your sons, especially one that's now adult, he's going uh-huh. to start as a man, not going to relate too much because he said, well, dad, you kind of left the game at a very young age. So how mm. much you could tell me about game by women? And I find it it could be true, but also don't know say with time grows experience because with anyone you deal with, you have to still build a bond and have to adapt in regards right. to the thing we call marriage. Right. It's not an easy thing because to deal with one woman and try to fulfill her needs and desires is work. Mm-hmm. Just like how she has to fill your needs as well. It's work. And that's one thing right. you try to quote expose well, well. knowledge to him. Right. Well, I'll, I'll just I'll just look at it like this. I'll put it like this. If you have an individual who uh, has been steadily employed at this particular company, doing this doing this particular job, uh, you know, say it's a, say it's, it's an electrician, right? And he's a journeyman electrician. And he has twenty years at this one company, and then you have another guy who for the last 20 years has been bouncing from job to job. He's never really reached journeyman status because he hasn't stayed at any one particular job um, all that long. Who do you think is going to be more experienced? The guy who has the, who has the tenure with that one job and, and, and being, and being a journeyman electrician or the guy who's been bouncing from job to job the last 20 years, hasn't really held the job down for, for an extended period of time. You know what I mean, and and so who do you who who are you gonna um gonna look at as being more seasoned when it comes to dealing with with elect, with being an electrician? It's obvious they're gonna look at the guy who's the longer tenure. You see what I mean? And, but what, I think what you have in in this in this day and age in this climate, especially in terms of serial monogamy, is we put value on that. We put value on you know men who are able to well get a lot of women, and then we'll, we'll act as if somehow they know about women that's bullshit that's bullshit like that's not um that's not something that i would uh, rest my laurels on like in, in terms of who who has um you know more insight when it comes to dealing with dealing with women i think it would be based on what you're trying to do you know what your goal is now if your goal is to do what he did it would jump from woman to woman and you know mm-hmm. um build up your, your coochie points then well I, it's obvious you would look towards them but if you're looking to to, to to get with a woman um and understand how to maintain a relationship with a woman a lasting relationship then it, then obvious obviously you would look at um the guy who has the, the longer relationship and is longer tenured with that with that one woman and that's basically the gist of Stephen jackson's 
um, video. Get one, mm-hmm. get with one woman, have kids with her, and love her. Yeah. Instead of just trying to be pimps and players and this bullshit. You see what I mean? And and, and the truth is, is we've had an entire culture of this of being pimps and players, and now we want to look and and wonder where these sisters get this thought culture from. It's, it's obvious it came from that. You see what I mean? It's obvious it came from that, man. And so that's what we, we've been for, you know, the, the greater part of the last uh, 30 years, this is what we've been putting our value on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As men. And so uh, this is what you see. I mean, I, I was so happy to hear a conversation on a particular YouTuber's channel I won't name. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're, you know, guys, these pimps or whatever, uh, talking very candidly about quote unquote, the game. And from, from someone <laughs> who speaks with, from my vantage point, uh, being a pimp is probably one of the most reprehensible, uh, occupations a man or an individual could engage in. And in mm. fact, I would even venture to say that pimps are nothing more than it's the same type of dynamic with white supremacy, it's the exact same dynamic as white supremacy. Okay. Commodification and of, of of black bodies, particularly black female bodies, but so long as it's expressed through the prism of gender, we have no problem with it. And and and, and then you see why I call many of these these pro blacks um, charlatans. You see what mm-hmm. I mean? That's a, it's the exact same type of dynamic. Human trafficking and slavery are the exact same goddamn thing. Yeah, you see what I mean. It's the same exact thing, but we'll sit here and we'll entertain those types of individuals with those types of conversations. You see what I mean? And, and this is what happens when, when, when good men do nothing. Men like that are able to operate and thrive, and it it creates a lot of issues for the society. But that, I'm getting off on a tangent. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. But it goes back again. Um, as any men in the society. It is our rightful duty if we want to consider ourselves men is to always push back and bring the balance from any tyranny or evil that's bestowed upon us in our own culture and our environment. And when we neglect our responsibilities fully, what happens? The nation eventually has to be destroyed. It will destroy right. and crumble. I mean, it's hard to really explain this to the average young man or man that's over the age of 25 or older, this because they feel they they didn't have no obligation responsibility as men. They feel mm. say we're going to push that off onto the next man. Matter of fact, you destroy the community. You fix it. I'm just going to sit back. No, no, brother. We are men, and men have to operate and congregate to fix the problems. It is not going to be left on the soulful duty of one individual or the ones that did the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Mm, right. It's a collective and organize group of men to fix these problems. That's why right. even though the men that complain about the women, okay, it's nice and good, but at the end of the day, what you gonna do about it? I gave a solution to Miss Jackson what he should do and which he should have done years ago or a decade ago. You know? Mm. That's never hard for a man if he got his stuff in order and his prize order, he would go get his sons. At least. The daughters right. I can't I can't say much about. Because they might be old, they might be adults now, possibly. But you could you could save your boys, right? Right? Mm, right. When you neglect to even go and just save them, you give more power to the so-called bitter woman. 
this baby mama that you complain about, than what you engage in intercourse or poking activities. Mm. That's on you, partner. And I wow. can't say that for I would say you you get what you deserve. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this system right. control. Matter of fact, I'm hoping when a brother does his broadcast, he's going to explain detailed the actual history of child support. Because remember, it's the state that created this, mind you, America. Mm-hmm. Because right. throughout history, there has been proven the actual real bastard maker was the European man, the non-black man. So right. another group, a, a, a group, a competing group of men said, well, "No, we got to hold back. This is a problem. You can't just be screwing." The community and leaving babies and not even put effort of feeding or raising them. Right. What they do? They come together as as complete group men and say we're gonna put a law mm. in the court system where you're gonna be punished for your um I would say and nicely your um what do you call bed bucking ways as a man. Right. So now what they're doing, Amir, is what we call. Dick policing. Mm. Hmm? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm, you hear these dudes talk about saying, oh, why are you dick policing? No, your dick's been policed for the last 90 years. Right. Fool. Or I could say better, 80 years. Because okay, that's why I've been saying a lot of those guys, man, who call themselves traditional, they're not traditional. You know, because if they were traditional, then they would be willing to wait till after marriage to have sex. So they're not traditional at all. What it is, they want they want a traditional double standard. You see what I mean? That's what that is. Like these niggas not traditional at all, man. You know what I'm saying? And then that's why I be telling them, y'all be doing all that talking, but y'all just as bad as these women. Y'all just as bad. And that's what I be telling them. Y'all just as bad as as sisters. Y'all doing all that talking, but y'all ain't no goddamn better. And that's and that's that that's my basic the basic premise of what I be telling them, man. When I be talking, y'all just like them. That's why I don't want to hear y'all mouth. I, mean, I bet you right now, if we said, all right, we're not gonna have no premarital sex, casual dating is out the window. We're gonna court some type of Sharia Sharia law style implementation. Man, mm-hmm. these niggas wouldn't want to go for that. That's what they'd be telling you. Dick believes in me, but they want to talk about when well, sit y'all motherfucking asses down, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not fit to lead, in my opinion. Shut your ass down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you can't exercise restraint and control, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. Hey, we have Vonche here. What's up, Vonche? Hey, Vonche. How you doing? <laughs> yes, long time. Oh, wait, wait. A long time. Damn, 20 woke up. Girl, you better get your butt up here, man. I need two women up here bounce out. There's, there's too much testosterone here. I need some women up here, you know, to bounce us out. I don't want to be on a tangent. Come up here, Tony. The link's on the on the bottom. Anyway, what's good, Von Shea? It's been a long time. I didn't want to wake you up from the dead, but I had to just grab you from the the depths and hope that you come. Give or take on. Oh us. yeah, no. Look, we 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 cool like water pool. I was never dead. <laughs> so we cool, we cool like a water pool. I was I was never dead. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. I've been here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, so, Vance, did you see um, <clears throat> did you see Stephen Jackson's video? I did. And what you think about it? 
Well, you know, my perception (laughs) of this is going to be so completely different. Um, Okay. But what I will say is that um, most men who are like him that have multiple uh, uh, children's mothers and things, uh, and he he sticks and moves like that, they complain about the women being bitter. But see, they're not, uh, they're leaving out their behavior that made the women becomes quote unquote bitter. A lot of times the one, the women or the one man is not bitter. He just don't like the way that she responds to the shit that he do. So that's what he do. He'll try to slap a bitter label on her or other labels that don't necessarily uh, even be the truth, but because Mm -hmm. he's not getting a response from her that he wants. Uh, then that's when she become bitter or angry or um, mad that they're not together. Uh, you know what? My daughter's daddy just tried to say that about me, that I was bitter. And it's like, what do I have to be bitter about? I didn't even love you anyway. What What is it to be bitter about <laughs> and our daughter is 18? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I, think, I, think, I, think, I think you're raising a valid point, man. A lot of times, uh, I think you can blur the lines between... <laughs> excuse me, between a woman being bitter and a woman being fed up with your shit. Like, you know, I think I think there's a lot of tread on the side of what you with the what Vance is saying. You know what I mean? Like a a lot of times, um, it, it is the behavior that the brother might be engaging in that's making this woman, you know, act a act a certain type of way. Like I, I won't deny that. You know what I mean? Like if if she if she's feeling overwhelmed because look, let's be real, the child support may not necessarily be enough. Children are expensive and children are always growing, always need something, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think many times it's, it's women are just uh, maybe feeling at their, at their wit's end because it's, it's just trying to make those ends meet. You know what I mean? Yeah, and but, I know a lot of guys you, feel like but, once I give you child support, I ain't doing nothing extra, man. And I ain't doing nothing extra. You know, go ahead. Well, they do do that. They do say that too. But they're just like, I'm going to give you an example. Like my daughter's dad, he's supposed to pay $50 a week. He don't, he never okay. pays it. He never pays it. My son's daddy was supposed to pay uh, 45 a week when they, you know, but y'all know both my kids grown now, but they would complain about having to pay that. And then if I said anything to them about them, like getting the kids or actually spending time with them, uh, they would attack me and tell me, uh, that I'm bitter. And I'm like, well, how am I bitter if I ask you to get your kid? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that makes right. me be bitter because I want you to be a dad, you know? So I think people need to be careful about these men throwing this this bitter word around because also what I've noticed, a lot of the men that are throwing a word around, they are the ones that's really bitter. And I'm going to tell you what they're bitter about. They're bitter because you won't just leave them alone and let them just ignore their children and and not be responsible for being a dad to their children. That's mm. they get mad at you. They get mad right. at you because both of my kids' daddies can't stand me from me asking them to be fathers. Right. It, it, whether I'm asking for money or for them to spend time with them, the underbelly of it all is that they just don't want me asking them anything because they don't feel like being dads. Mm-hmm. so they'll try to make everything be my fault mm-hmm. because they really just don't want to be bothered with their own children 
and they and they have multiple kids by multiple women. So a lot of that be them trying to project the fact that they're bitter and they're mad at these women who they chose to lay down with and get pregnant because they was careless spreading their seed. And then they get mad that you just won't leave them alone. Mm. And then they become bitter. And then when you try to get them to be dads, then they label you as bitter and make everything, make communication with you guys and make being there for the child. They make it be difficult. A lot of times it don't even be the women, but no man is just going to jump up and be like, you know what? I don't feel like being bothered with my kids. No man's going to admit that. So what does he do? Blame it on a woman. Act like it's the woman's fault. Act like she won't let him see his kids. I've even had both of my kids' dads because they don't want to be bothered. Just go and be like, oh, she won't let me see. You know, that's why me with me dating and being single. I'm very leery when a man tell me that a woman won't let him see his kids. Because it's like, why would she not let you see them? I know that that does happen, but it doesn't happen on such a large scale that people try to act like it happened. A lot of times mm. it'd be the opposite. It'd be that these men do not be wanting to be bothered with their own kids. Mm. So that's just what they'll say to other people to try to get sympathy or to, you know, so they don't look uh, negative or irresponsible. Oh, well, she won't let me. Okay, when I when you suggest, okay, well, why don't you take her to court then? Because, you know, the mom don't have uh, don't have all the rights and then you have none. You have rights, too. So if you want to see your child and she not letting you, you can uh, go petition the court and they'll give you a court date. And then the judge will set up, you know, some type of visiting arrangement and then she will have no choice but to comply. But they're not going to yeah. do that. They don't and they're, they're they don't want to do that because then that's when, you know, they will be. uh um expected to be more responsible and actually pay their child support. So, you know, they say stuff like that, but then on the flip side, that's not really what they want. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, I think there's truth to what you're saying, you know, well, I see it I all the time. I think there's, I think there's truth to that. A lot of these dudes don't be wanting to be bothered. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. But let's, let's keep it real, Von Shea. A lot of these dudes that don't want, and like I said, those that really take it seriously, they want to be more involved. And let's say you have that type of woman that they quote unquote label as bitter, regardless she was never bitter or she became bitter now. I always tell men, seriously, what you going to do? Do you want to leave your, the sake and sanity of your children with this woman that you feel is going to potentially be a problem and how your children view you for the next whatever years that you have to sit there, if you're especially paying her child support? Would it make better sense, you know, after period, you try to make the conscious effort to say, all right, it's time for them to stay with me for the remainder or wherever age you are of that time. Because I feel if you go keep them with her, keep it to a, a, a minimum of a time period until they get to a certain age. After that, you know, just like the movie um, Boys in Hood, you know, the mother, either she can't deal with the son after he gets her age or the daughter, whatever the case may be, she's going to feel say, you know, this is too much. Let me just put the bird on the father and say, oh, you But you, you can't, but see, what you're not realizing is that you're being unrealistic about that because a lot of us can't do that. Do what? That's just because you're seeing that on TV. That happens, but that doesn't happen a whole lot. 
because a lot of times yeah. that uh, that opportunity is not offered to us. A lot of our kids' dads don't even be stable enough for for that to even be an option where we can trust that the children will be in a healthy, safe environment like that. So you know, I felt like well, you don't think, you don't think that the man, if you decide he wants to take custody, you don't think he's rightful to even be fit to be a father full-time with his son's daughters if he I've, seen, to go I've seen some dads who are fit to be um to 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 go that route but then i see but i don't see that many it's not that i'm it's not that I, what i'm saying is what i know and what i see if you see a man he don't have a car he don't have a job he bouncing from female house to female house from vagina to vagina and bed to bed He's not even taking care of himself properly to be trying to add a child into the equation. And that's how a lot of these men are. A lot of men don't even have their own place or even have their own car. So how are they going to take care of a child or petition the court and prove, you know, that they can, you know, that that they are in uh, within their means and economics to take care of a child? It's not about me saying that they can't. It's just that a lot of our men, they don't have themselves together like they should. They just don't. Well, if a man could do all that, he has something. Because to sit there to go bounce around from a woman's house and stuff, you got to be doing something. Because at the end of the day, when you go get filed for that child support, you better have the money. And no matter how the state said, you better have it with you. So if he's able to do that, he's able to be what do, what do you mean what do you mean if he what do you mean if he's able to do what, it what, what i mean is this if he's able to go bounce from woman to woman with or without a car he's doing something he, he has some form of money around somewhere no he don't what do you mean that's why he's bouncing it no. really to do that freely I don't know, man. Do is doing because he bro- he's bouncing because he's broke chaos that's why he bouncing because he's broke he's <laughs> unstable how well, you not put? How are you? We not putting that together? That the reason that he's bouncing around is because he has no money. So he's going and trying to just basically take advantage of each situation that he can because he doesn't have anything. That's why he's bouncing and all over the place because he's unstable. Well, he's unstable financially, mentally, and emotionally. The only way a man could take advantage of any situation is when a woman allowed to take the situation. Exactly. So it that tells, still doesn't it, negate it, the fact it, that he's it, not broke. It's it seemed to me that some of the women that said that who they choose, and you know what I'm about to say, Mary, they're going to choose better because they, they might, the reason, <laughs> let me say, let me say, the reason why I'm saying this is because there's no way in hell U.S. women, and you know they're the best detectives, going to sit there, give the time and energy, and I don't know what this man really does for a living. Yes, you. In- yes, you know. Yes, they do. Because let me tell you no, what no, my no, daughter, no, daddy, no, just did no, a couple no, weeks ago. Bonche. Let me tell you something. Most women know. They know. Probably not you, but the average woman know. I'm telling you. No, they no, no, they know, but they choose to be naive. They know. Trust me on this. And Mary, I don't know if you want to vouch me for this. They know. Is it? They know, but they choose to be naive. The pen was is probably some some of the rest of their head in because they they have to hold their pill at night. Good dick, and that's it. Cause man's supply something. Cause no way in hell you're gonna sit there and give a time issue man and he's not even provide nothing besides the dick. And it seems to me that's what they're comfortable with. And it's much more controlling with a good more, more proportion of our sisters nowadays. Now I'm noticing this. So they can't complain once this dude inseminate them and get something where this man not he hasn't worked in a while, he has not been no productive, but he sure got that dick. 
So at the end of the day, who you choose could either build you up or destroy you. True. So I tell I, I put the more burden on the woman said, your choice gotta be much better. It's always a woman's fault. <laughs> I said the choice gotta be better. I'm not about this. It's fault. always a woman's it's fault. Because the men just the men get to not do anything or be anything or have any uh any uh oh, no, requirements pressed on replaced no, on them. The man can't escape anything because there's a system in place to punish him. Every day, every action a brother or any man takes, there's punishment repercussions. No, they're, the they're not. No, they're not. Much more severe. That's why you hear a lot of these fuck boys complain about the child support and all this other stupid shit that they put themselves under. Because there's always punishment and consequence. So there's no. But they're not really being punished. What? What? They get their driver's license taken away. Most of them don't still drive anyway or don't even care. So everybody's not getting locked up behind child support like that. They get around it. At the end of the day, a man cannot dedicate his responsibilities. If his sister makes the action to procreate or poke another woman and knock her up, and he don't got his crap in order wherever he complained, that's on his business. And I put the fault on him and I put the fault on women too because now it takes two and there should be no in-betweens. Especially I find said that this woman entertains him because he only supplies this, this and nothing else. That is not acceptable to my book. But Mary, you have anything to respond to this? Can I go on with that? Um, no, I mean... I think I think I think I think there's some validity to what Vance is saying. You know what I'm saying? And I think there's some validity to what you're like this. Yeah, so at some level, you know, sisters are gonna have to choose better. You know what I mean? Like it's just always to it. And then it's hard to choose better when the majority when the when the when the majority is the majority. I mean, I, I, I get that, but. See, y'all don't be saying the whole thing. Y'all be saying choose better like it's millions of good ass men running around offering <laughs> all this shit and it's not. That's what killed me about that. And it's not that I don't disagree. I mean, it's not that I don't agree with you. I do uh, agree that women should try to choose better. But the, what y'all not realizing is that when you have the majority of people that think and behave a certain way, how do you choose better when the majority that's fucked up rules? Uh, Shouldn't yeah. it be that that's a maybe the argument should change and that a person should be like, okay, instead of telling the women to choose better, how about the men start being better so we can have better to choose from? Ta da! Right. Well, the problem is for the same applies for both. Because the men be better and they really better. That means it's gonna put more pressure on y'all, and y'all don't want that. I'm skipping. Well, no, that don't have nothing to do with me. Look, that don't have nothing to do with me. I see you, but as majority of our sisters gonna have to really tighten up, and that's something that they're not really in. But see, no, a lot of us are already tight though. So you leaving? No, the only thing are tight right now is working, like everybody else. But in regards to other other factors. Has to be better. I mean, and but you don't know. But you don't know that though. How do? What do you mean? What other factors? Other factors. Well, like what? You want me to lay, lay down? Really, what factors? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to see what you're really saying though. Like one of well, the things that these dudes complain about is the attitude. Who? No, who? Who's, who's, who got oh, attitude? Oh, you want me? Oh, you want me to see one lay down? I'm laying down the attitude. No, I'm um, asking who. Well, you talking about whose attitude? The woman's attitude. Like I said, you said better, right? 
there are certain things you have to do the reverse. Now, in regards to the submission thing, I, that's optional because every, every, anytime you like, you might will submit. That's optional. But in regards to other small things, could be better. But why do y'all Just feel? Like, hold on, wait. Let me ask, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because I'm so tired of this, of this submission shit. Why do y'all feel like a woman <laughs> needs to submit to y'all in order for y'all to have a healthy, productive relationship? Y'all don't need y'all don't need to be trying to rule over each other for y'all to have a productive, healthy relationship. I mean, that's not that's not the way. I know that's the way a lot of these guys mean it. Like they mean it in a in a traditional Christianized sense. Exactly. I'm not a big proponent of that. Like I I don't think that's uh, that's feasible. And I I think a woman shouldn't have to prostrate herself before a man in order to have, like you said, a healthy, productive relationship. Uh, but I do think um, that you have sisters who go to the extremes uh, to want to show you that they're not going to do X, Y, and Z. And I think True. that 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 pushes men to go to the other extreme. You see what I mean? I think it, it, there's a healthy medium that needs to, you know, ha- be met where we, we where we meet up in the in the middle. You know what I mean? So that's the way I look at that, man. Because I know, like me personally, I'm not looking for a woman to be a yes woman. To only uh, you know co-sign whatever I'm saying or whatever I'm doing, but at the same time I don't want to feel like I'm being disrespected. I don't want to feel like I'm being what I'm saying is being dismissed, and I don't want to feel like I'm uh, I have to you know compass land and sea and walk on water to get a little bit of cooperation and um, uh, compliance from my from from my mate. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I, I think. It, it'll it, it like these things all balance out like in some sometimes in relationships you're going to take you're going to have wins and you're going to have losses There's going to be some situations that take place where you're going to feel like you took an l you know what i mean and and the thing about it is uh, in the grand scheme of things that's so that that's okay you know what i mean and that's the way mm-hmm. i look at it it's not a zero-sum game where winner take all Somebody has mm-hmm. has has to win, and somebody has to lose. Somebody has to be a doormat in a relationship, and somebody has to be the be, be the dominant in a relationship. I think there can be a healthy ebb and flow in symbiology that exists between that man and that woman, and that's a lot of times what I talk about. But it seems to me that a lot of black folks just just reject that. You know what I mean? They reject mm-hmm. that because um, you know, I've uh, I've had these conversations. With, with folks and they really don't want to hear that man they, they're more like along the lines of of what i'm talking about with that um christianized traditionalism and, and let's be real that, that that shit has never really been lived up to 100 percent anyway like a, a woman is nothing but a but a human like a man with a womb that's it like i don't know why they think she's supposed to just be some um some shell of herself when she gets with him and she can't think for herself. She, she doesn't have her own thoughts, her own views on things. That's mm-hmm. fine. And the same thing is true for the men. And so I'm not looking for, for my woman or my lady to think like me. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for her to think in conjunction and in tandem with me. I understand mm-hmm. she's going to have her views and perspectives on things and mm-hmm. I'm going to have mine and that's fine. But a lot of people can't seem to grasp that. And I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm not really sure why that is but for me that's what i that's that is what i would desire you know what i mean but you got a lot of dudes who they on that traditionalism 
bullshit where they want the woman serving them, you know, here, Lord. Then, man, 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 like, come on, eh? who, who gonna tell their daughter to do that for your black ass? I know I'm not telling mine to do that, nigga. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Just stop. Exactly. You yeah. What happened to chaos? But, I don't know. Yeah, cause I, I gotta um, I gotta mute my line. I gotta uh, I gotta do something. I don't know where the hell Cass went. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, okay. He said he had to reboot his computer. Oh Lord! All right. Or something. I'm back. I'm sorry, guys. Computer um dropped. I'm back. Oh, I see you there, Donnie. I don't know if you want the link to come on, Donnie, for a few minutes. You can hear me, brother. But um, to answer Von Shea's question, um, to submit, I've done a stream with Lair Movement last year on this, and me and him chop up on this thing about submission, somewhat the importance of it. Um, I don't knock if it's just submit to a man. That's cool. In regards to submit to random men, I don't know. Maybe. But I've come to the conclusion because I talked to another wonderful sister about this. And usually using that word alone is a form of what we call slavery and oppression. So like I said, to me, moving forward, using that word submission will not suffice to a lot of people. And I don't expect it to suffice people. So like I said, if you want to submit, that's optional. I ain't going to run you down the the dirt for it. Um, but in this society we live in today that's turning to egalitarian, <clears throat> I don't know what the future holds. Um, I feel if most black men got their stuff together, regardless of their financial stable or whatever, just get their self, mind, body, and you know, if they get the finance, we good, they'll be all right for now. Um, but all this other stuff about, you know, them having their kids. And I'm keeping it 100. Most of these dudes don't want their kids because they want nothing to deal with the kids. Hell, some of them, on the average, if you hear them talk, some regret even um, knock up a couple of y'all women. Because they, to them, at the end, of it, they look to you as a, another vessel to, you know, to dispense their seed to. So at the end of the day, you know, I wish a lot of these dudes, if they're going to keep and play games, they should have just kept it real and just be like Mr. Curry said, mode one with a lot of these women. This probably eliminate a lot of the problems, to be honest with you. Um, I think most women that entertain a lot of dudes, whether that's educated or is somewhat less of a, you know, a pookie, whatever you want to call these stupid terms. And then you make the decision, baby, because the world caters now to you now. They said now you must make your own money now. You don't have to depend and work with a man. So obviously what you'll get is what you're going to get, you know? So when we were always talking about this choosing better nonsense, oh, yeah, there might be some dudes out here that can be better vessels to be choose from. The only question is how much do you want your pussy to get wet when you meet some of these dudes? <laughs> Because it's going to come down to that. You see a lot of these dudes that never got some or... Hell, some don't even know how to talk to a woman. I would say, start there. This is chaos to give you 
some games. So just start there. Because if these regular dudes that are more assertive, always got to keep your guard up. Because a lot of dudes that assert won't keep it real what their real intentions. And how I can tell you, because most dudes on the average will bullshit you all the way to your pants. And you know, ladies, I'm telling the truth. So if you want to eliminate the process of elimination and selecting that so-called um look for that right dude at a good dude, get the ones that's not really doing much at all. Hell, some of not even know how to interact with women. But he's able to get his stuff together in regards, you know, getting some money or getting a job or probably going further. I would say start from there. Now, should I say pick the dudes that don't look so unsexually awkward? No. But there's some dudes that don't look sexually awkward that could fit this bill on average. And how the ones that don't fit the bill that doesn't look sexually awkward, you might as well give those knuckleheads a try. I think it is a trial trial error in regards to mate selection. It's not a perfect thing. As a man, it's never perfect when we decide to pick y'all or pick the right suitor for us, it will not be the same for you as a woman. So when Amiri said choose wisely, I totally agree with the brother. You must choose wisely. Usually a, a, a trial run will eliminate a lot of this nonsense, these games, these head games from the start. And also, get away from your local city or your state if you feel that most of the dudes around it aren't suitable enough. But that's my opinion. Nothing more, nothing less. Either you take it or leave it. It won't get any better moving forward. So I'm going to check the chat room one last time before I step out of here. Mm, looks quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those look quiet in here. Looks very quiet in here. So the recap. In solution to the bitter bay mamas or any bay mom you face as a man, my advice, take custody of your kids. Or marry that woman. It's one way or the other. And if you're a man that's making more than six figures, and I'm not talking about you're making more than 80 or 90K, I'm talking about if you're making over a quarter million dollars a year or greater, then obviously, yes, then I will advise do the prenup. Man, prenups are more effective if you're close to making over close to a quarter million dollars or greater. I would say if you're making 300 to 500, 500K or more or you're a millionaire, then obviously the prenup will be in best suit for you. And if the woman doesn't want to sign a prenup at that that time, then obviously you know where she stands with you and your finance, brothers and other men. It's that simple. The prenup, for most of that, is really making serious money. This will know. This will separate you from the ones that's really real to the ones not real, because it's a bargain, it's a negotiation at the end of the day. I'm not talking about the ones that don't make this amount of money and they're asking your baby mama or someone you meet and you want to marry a prenup. Don't do that. It, it, it won't. It won't work for your favor. It won't suit you. And matter of fact, most Americans that don't make over quarter million dollars or greater, 
out of that, that three or four percent. Really, as a man, you should be marrying the woman that you feel is comfortable to carry a child on the average. And that's one thing that Steve Jackson urged a lot of young dudes. And I think young dudes should take that seriously. Take that message to heart. Real talk. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, money is a resource like anything else. And your time is a resource. So you got to make a decision. Either you're going to sacrifice one or the other. There's no in-betweens. And if you feel you're going to go like a, a animal and just go around humping everything you see and spilling seed and creating children that you have no interest of raising or being part of life, then obviously I would, I would don't mind that the state takes every raft precautions to your ass and take for every little, little money you have. It's that simple. It's just that simple. And for ladies, you know, if a man said he wants to take full custody, don't fight him. Don't argue. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And do it right. Give give your son to the father. If a daughter, make sure you co-parent properly because at the end of the day, she needs to be around actual woman. And if you're not unfit to be a mother as a woman, then obviously it makes sense to give your daughter to the father because at least he's going to teach his daughter something that will be something important to her life. All right. I think that's the, me- that is the message. Hope you live and learn. Hope this was helpful. Hope it was a stimulant. I hope you get some out of this. So thank you all again for listening to tonight's stream. Um, be sure to follow me on Twitter at chaos rain, the seven. Also, I'm also on podcasts, which I'll drop very, very shortly. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But that, thank you for listening. And until next time, let the chaos rain.